Welcome to Legal Marketing Live, hosted by Bentley Tolk at LegalMarketingLive.com. This is Bentley Tolk. Welcome to another episode of Legal Marketing Live. Today we're going to talk a little bit about tweeting and exactly what one should be tweeting in using Twitter or in using any other microblogging service. I recently received a message from one of our listeners where he wanted to know and get a little bit more guidance with regard to what one should tweet and how not to make the process too time-consuming, especially in gathering information for what to tweet. So I thought I would take a little bit of time in this episode and address that issue. I think it's a very timely and important issue for those who are using Twitter and those who are using microblogging in their legal marketing mix. First of all, I think that the issue of what to tweet and what to use in microblogging really comes down to what you think would be of interest to your audience or what you think would help your audience. That may take a little bit of research or you may already know exactly what it is that your audience would be looking for or what your audience would find helpful through Twitter. I think that one part of the mix uh, needs to be helpful links. And I think that uh, one of the one of the key functions, I think, in Twitter is to be able to share links that will be helpful to one's audience. For instance, if you're an environmental lawyer, you should consider tweeting links that would be related to environmental law, and those would be links that would, uh, again, be of interest to your audience. Now, one of the issues, if you're going to be tweeting links, is how do you make that be not, not uh, too time-consuming? And I think that one of the best solutions, there are various solutions, there are other services besides what I'm going to mention, but I do think that a service like Google Reader or some other type of feed reader is one of the best ways to find links that are helpful to your particular audience. The way that I use Google Reader is that I subscribe to various blogs that I think are of interest for my audience, and then I am able to keep tabs, uh, I'm able to have those feeds come into Google Reader and very easily be able to have the sources available at my fingertips for what would be interesting to my audience. And so I recommend that you use Google Reader or some other similar type of feed aggregator, and then I recommend that you subscribe to blogs or other feeds that are related to your area of interest. And then I suggest that you read them on a daily basis. Maybe you look at, maybe you look at Google Reader during lunch. Maybe you look at it uh, in the morning. Maybe you look at it at night. Maybe you have just one time that you look at it. But as you find links that are helpful, then you can very easily click on that particular hyperlink, and then you can copy it, and then you can go to whatever service you're using for Twitter, whatever uh, Twitter dashboard, if it's Hootsuite, uh, if it's Seismic, if it's CoTweet or something else, and then you can paste in that link and, and send it out to your audience. So uh, th that is the first, I'd say, would be helpful links. The second, um, as far as what to tweet, would be helpful tips. And that would be helpful tips for your area. For instance, if you are, uh, if your specialty, if your area of emphasis is in estate planning, then you may want to send out some helpful tips uh, to people, or if, or if your area is tax. And helpful tips, may, it may be a new development in your area of the law. It may be something about an upcoming conference. It may be a productivity tip. But I think that would be the second category for tweets. Now, the third, and there is admittedly some overlap among these various categories, but the third would be breaking news in your area. 
And sometimes those will be links uh, going back to the very first category. It could be conferences, uh, which could go back to that second category of helpful tips. But I think the idea on this third category of breaking news in your area is for you to be hot off the press and essentially for you to become the media and the reporter and the trusted source of news in your area. Now, the fourth category would be news about what you're doing professionally. And it may be a case you're working on. It may be a transaction you're working on. It may be uh, a presentation you're working on or a victory that you've just had. But that would be another category. A fifth category would be some personal news. And there are varying opinions about this, but I do think that most of your most of your readers on Twitter or on similar services will not just want to hear about what you're doing professionally, but they'll also want to have uh, some news about what you're doing in your personal life. And I wouldn't make that the major focus, but I think occasionally sprinkling in some information about what you're doing personally can be interested, interesting. It can help your readers come to, to know you better. It could be something about what you're doing that's interesting or about what your spouse or significant other is doing. It could be something about your children or your siblings. It could be a good movie that you saw. Now, the final category that I would mention as far as tweets would be a call to action or calls to action. And what I mean by that is that most of your tweets are simply to, to provide value and to provide helpful information without seeking anything in return. A call to action, on the other hand, also uh, provides value, but it's much more personal to you. It may be a way uh, for them to purchase something from you. It may be a way for your listeners to participate in something you're, that you're doing. For instance, if you are giving a teleseminar, uh, a call to action would be mentioning uh, the time and the, the date. Or if you're participating in a seminar, or if you've just written a blog post that we, you'd like your listeners to, your readers to, to, to read. Or if you've uh, just produced a podcast, or if you'd like your, listener, your readers to purchase a product from you or get a free consultation or use your services in, in some way. Now, there are experts who recommend that a call to action be about one in every uh, 10 tweets uh, or tweet that you do. So if you do 10 tweets, then um, maybe your 10th tweet would be some type of a call to action. I think it's a pretty good rule of thumb. But the idea is that you're mostly providing value without seeking anything in return from those who are reading your tweets. The key is for your audience to come to know, like, and trust you. If they know, like, and trust you, they'll be more apt to do business with you and to use your services when the time is right. They'll be more apt to refer others to you. Um, I would like to get any comments that you have with regard to this episode of Legal Marketing Live. If you have other ideas about tweets or uh, other uh, suggestions, and I suggest that you go to LegalMarketingLive.com and we welcome your comments. I also welcome any suggestions that you have with regard to topics for future episodes. Again, this is Bentley Tolk. I will talk with you next time. Thanks. You've been listening to Legal Marketing Live with Bentley Tolk at LegalMarketingLive.com. 